Thank you for joining me on Living in Courage with Eileen. At Living in Courage, we are all about encouraging, inspiring, and empowering you to realizing your goals, dreams, and visions in faith, family, and career. Every message shared here with you is biblically based and will empower you with the Word of God. Hi, I am your host, Eileen Bocanegra, Christian life coach, Bible teacher, and author of My Journey with God. I am so excited to be sharing this encouraging message with you today. Hey everyone, who is excited for another fabulous day? I know I am. Today I want to talk to y'all about motivation. What keeps you motivated? What keeps you going? Uh, I know we all can use some motivation every now and then. And you know, when I sit there and I think about some of the most famous people and I look at what did it take for them to get to where they're at? I just get so blown away when I hear the stories behind what they went through and how they stayed motivated. Sometimes we ask, we have to ask ourselves, what's my why? Why? What is your why? Ask yourself that. What is your why? Why are you uh, pursuing that one career? Why are you chasing after that one position at your job? Why are you going to college? Ask yourself, what is your why? And and get yourself motivated. Get yourself going uh, once you look at what's your why. You know, when we get up for work every day, you know, you, sometimes we have to ask ourselves, oh, why am I having to go to work today? Ask yourself, what's your why? What motivates you to get up every morning to start your day? When I sit there and I look at the story of Thomas Edison, and I heard this in a in a YouTube video just recently, uh, my son Jeremy and I were driving, uh, coming back from him taking his SATs, and, and it was such a great opportunity to sit with him and listen to this motivational speaker talk about Thomas Edison. And he had said how Thomas Edison, he tried multiple times to perfect the light bulb. And after he had tried 9,999 times, yes, I said that, 9,999 times he tried to perfect the light bulb, he had not succeeded. And someone asked him, it happened to be one of his friends, asked him, are you going to have 10,000 failures? So when you look at what Thomas Edison was working on and you look at how many attempts at this point he had made 9,999 times, I'm sure Thomas Edison would ask himself, what's my why? Every time he went after that goal, every time he went to make another attempt. Now you would think by this point, he would lose all motivation. He would get discouraged. He would be so quick to want to quit. But instead, you want to know what his response was? He said, I didn't fail. I just discovered another way to invent the electric light bulb. You see, instead of Thomas Edison looking at it like he had 9,999 failures, he looked at it like he had 9,999 different methods that did not work and therefore it was just another lesson learned. Imagine if we took our perspective, if we took our perspective and just shifted it around from looking at how many times we did not succeed at something, and instead of looking at it like a failure, looking at it like a loss, we look at it like it's a lesson learned. We looked at it like, you know what, I'm not going to give up. Now I'm going to go back and I'm going to do it in a different way. 
Think about that. That means like every time you try something and you try, 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 try over and over like Thomas Edison did and you keep going for the same result. You're looking for the same result, right? Which is your success. But every time you go back, you keep getting, you keep hitting a roadblock. You you keep missing the result that you're trying to reach, okay? Are you failing? No. What you're doing is basically you're getting a different result actually each time, but it's not the one that gives you your ultimate goal. So what you want to do is you just want to try a different method instead of giving up. If we look at the Apostle Paul in Philippians 3.12, he says, Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Now I'm going to stop right here. In verse 12, he, he flat out says, not that I have already figured it all out. Not that I have already gotten every answer. Not that I've already reached my goal. But you know what? I'm going to keep pressing forward. I'm going to keep going forward. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep pressing forward. That's the same mentality that Thomas Edison had. He didn't look at it like, you know what? I failed, so therefore I'm just going to give up. He could have given up at try 99. He could have given up at 199, at 299. But think about it. He kept pressing forward, and every time his result was different, but it wasn't the one that he was achieving for. That's not the one that he was striving for. In other words, he needed to change his concept of what he was doing, how he was doing it, his approach had to change. So each time he was changing his approach. Now, mind you, if you go and you're doing the same exact thing time after time after time and you keep getting that same result, which is a negative result, it's not what you're you're aiming for, then what are you doing wrong? Ask yourself that. What are you doing wrong? Well, the first thing is you're doing the same thing over and over again. Don't you think it's time you change it up? Don't you think it's time that you take on a different approach? When we read here in Philippians 3, it goes on to say in verse 13, it says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. How great is that? You know, he sits there, he's like, you know what? I'm not going to sit there and dwell on where I went wrong or what went wrong in the past. I'm just going to focus on what my goal is, so I'm going to keep going forward. I'm not going to sit there and keep turning my head and dwelling on on all the wrongs, on, on all the times that I missed. No, I'm just going to keep pressing forward, and I'm going to keep believing that I'm going to achieve that goal for which I've you know, set out for. And that's what the attitude that we must have. We must realize that it's, it's a process. When I look at, when I was writing the book, I thought for sure, for sure, I was going to write the book in a year. And when it was over, when that year was over, I was going to be ready to publish that following year, that following January. Well, editing and publishing and rewrites don't happen overnight. And it took another year of editing and rewrites for me to to really feel comfortable with publishing the book. And even after, a, on the second year where I was editing and rewriting and I was rereading the book, I had grown 
in that year. I had changed in that year. Even in the year that I was writing the book, I changed. My thought process changed. So when I wrote it in the first year, every time I went back and reread a chapter, I was changing it and I was changing it because why? The thoughts were changing. My my vision, my visual had changed. Okay, we don't think the same as we did a year, two, three years ago. Our thought process changes every year as we grow. Every year as we experience new things, our mind changes, our thought process changes. So on the second year when I edited and I rewrote the book, I thought, okay, this is great now. I'm ready to publish. Third year came around. Did I publish in January? No. I sat there and I decided, you know what? I'm going to read it again. And I read it again. And then I I read it again after that. You see, it was kind of like Thomas Edison's concept. I had gone back to check to see what I had done, to see what I can change, to see what I could do to make it better. Where I can make changes and tweaks here and there. Where I can maybe reword something to just give it a better sound. Just to give it a better, you know, so so that you could truly understand where my heart was when I wrote that one specific chapter. So you can truly be there with me when I talked about, you know, the surfer on the beach. And you can understand what I was talking about. About the waves and, and, and life in general. How, how we have waves crashing down on us. You could feel it. You can hear the ocean roaring. You can hear the waves crashing upon the beach. You see, I needed to go over it over and over and over until I perfected it. And even not to make it perfect, but to where I felt that it was ready for publishing. But I didn't give up. I didn't give up. I kept pressing forward. I didn't I didn't worry about what people were saying, uh, uh you know, the comments that were coming in. Well, gosh, you know, isn't that book going to be ready yet? You've been writing it forever and are you ever going to publish it? You know what? I doubt you'll ever publish it. You're probably never going to release it. And you know, just all these negative things, but I pressed forward. I didn't allow any of that to hold me back, and I surely didn't allow past experiences to hold me back. You know, negative thinkers, the naysayers, the people that didn't think I was qualified or good enough, the people that didn't want to include me in their little cliques, you know, all that. I was just like, you know what? That's okay. I pray that God blesses you and all that you do, but this is what God's asked me to do. So I'm going to keep fighting my fight. I'm going to keep pressing forward to achieve my goal because God put that vision in my heart, not theirs. When you look at Thomas Edison and the friend that sat there telling him, are you going to, are you going to have 10,000 failures? Well, you know what? His friend didn't have that vision that God had placed in Thomas Edison's mind and in his heart. Thomas Edison, he, he was passionate. He knew his why. He knew his why every day that he woke up. So he kept pressing forward and pressing forward, not giving up, fighting against those battles. Whatever he was doing wrong, he would come back and say, okay, well, that didn't work. And he was making notes. And people laugh when I tell them, when you come and you look at my desk, you look at my office, I have stacks and stacks of papers and notes and sticky 
sticky pads and and I have notebooks where I'm just jotting things down and then I scratch through it and 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 that's how it works because you're constantly your brain's constantly going with ideas and thoughts and you're writing it down you're writing it down and this is why I encourage you write your thoughts down write your ideas down and it's okay if it's not something you, that you act on immediately write it down God's speaking to you he's giving you a word he's giving you a vision and he's trying to show you something write it down not only visualize it don't just think about it write it down and then start taking action start taking action you see and that's what I do I sit there and I write down I write down I write down and I don't give up I just sit there and I just tweak it and tweak it until I know okay this is going to be a great bible study I'm going to write it this is it this is what I'm talking about and even then while I'm typing up the bible studies many times I'll sit there and I'll rewrite them because in that moment, as I'm reading through that story, as I'm sitting there collecting my thoughts and putting it all together, God starts speaking to me and he starts showing me something else and I write it down. I love that, that, that story of Thomas Edison. And I love how, how the Apostle Paul had that same thought process about not giving up. About not, not giving up where, where you're at just because you haven't reached your goal. You know, go to Philippians 3, chapter uh, chapter 3, verses 12 through 13, actually 12 through 14, and write that down somewhere. Put it somewhere where you can look at it all the time and remind yourself, remind yourself that although you have not already obtained all of this, even though you haven't gotten it all figured out, it's okay. It's okay. But don't give up. Don't give up on your goal. And remember, just like like Apostle Paul says, I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. You see, when I look at what what God has done for me and I look at what he placed in my heart, that's my why. I wake up every day and I could say my why is because I want to help my husband and my why is because I want to teach my children, you know, the things of God. My why is because I want to fulfill what my grandfather started and that's all great, but that's not my why. My why could be that I'm doing this to be able to create, uh, uh, you know, something for my children, an inheritance for my children that when they grow up, they have the same inheritance that was passed down to me which is the knowledge of Christ. And yes, that's a great why that I have. That's one of my many whys. But my main why, my why is because God chose me to take this path. He entrusted me. And when he did that, I felt like, wow, you do see me far more valuable than jewels. You do see me as being equipped. How could I not do what you've asked me to do? So I keep pressing forward and every time he gives me another Bible study to write or another chapter in a book to write, I look at it and I'm like, man, thank you, God. You're my why. Every morning I wake up because of you. Every morning you you show me a vivid canvas, a painting of the beautiful life that I have. How can I not see that as my why so ask yourself what's your why why are you going to your job right now why are you sitting there studying right now for school in college why are you pursuing that career why are you sitting there picking up these uh 
motivational books or listening to these podcasts that are encouraging you. Why? What are you seeking? What is it that you need? What is it that you're thriving for? What is your race? And what is it going to take? What is it going to take for you to keep pressing forward? Remember, have a mentality like Thomas Edison and like the Apostle Paul. Know that you're not failing if you haven't succeeded on that one goal that you've been working on. Whatever it is, even if it's you're looking for, you know, the your husband, maybe you're looking for your future husband or your future wife. You're looking for that special partner to spend an eternity with, but you haven't found them. Don't give up. Instead, entrust God and say, you know what, God, I'm going to put you first. I want you in my circle first before I add anybody else. And I know when it's the given time and it's my season that you're going to bring my bride. You're going to bring my groom. You're going to bless me with that child. You're going to bless me with that home, with that new career, with that degree. I trust you. And when you start doing that, you know what? Now you're putting God first before your groom to be, before your bride to be, before that degree before that job, before your finances. You're putting God first. And when you do that, everything else will fall into place on His time by His will. Remember that. I'm going to give you three pointers to help you out while you're waiting, while you're waiting to achieve your goal, while you're waiting for that breakthrough to come through for you. I want you to first, I want you to stay committed if you look at Proverbs 16, 3 through 4, it says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do. Remember what I said about putting God first? Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and He will establish your plans. The Lord works out everything. It doesn't say the Lord works out some of the things, 30% of the things, 10%. No, it says the Lord works out everything to its proper end. Next, I want you to stay persistent. Don't give up. Be like the Apostle Paul and just forget about what's behind and strain toward what's ahead. I want you to be persistent. When you get a chance, go to Luke 18 and in verse 3 it says, And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, Grant me justice against my adversaries. Do you know that that widow kept going day after day after day after day and she would not give up until finally, finally, they heard her petition and said, okay, finally, you know what? I'm tired of you coming over here. I'm going to give it to you. See, she was relentless. She didn't give up. That's what you need to be. Relentless. Don't give up. And lastly, I want you to be expectant. Philippians 4, 6 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. You see, when you present your request to God, you present it to Him, not timidly like, well, God, you know, if you want to give me that job, God, you know, I'd really appreciate it. No, you say, God, I thank you for this job opportunity that you've placed before me, God. And I'm asking you, Father, if this is your will, that that job becomes mine. And I thank you, Father. I thank you right now for that new position you have in store for me. I did that. I did that for about three, four months before I left my job. Instead of constantly pleading with God for, for those three years that I was like, oh God, could you please 
you know, change my position, put me in a different company. I was constantly coming to God with that attitude. Instead, I changed my attitude and I started thanking God that I knew that my commute wasn't going to last very much longer. I knew that I would not be in that position very much longer without even realizing what was about to take place three, four months down the road. I was already thanking God for something that I didn't even foresee. I didn't expect to happen. I wasn't planning on it. And you know what? God came and changed my circumstance. And now look at where I am today. Today, I'm honored that I can sit here and be on these podcasts with you and be creating Bible studies and teaching and also going around and motivating and encouraging people. That's a blessing that God has given to me. So I want you to stay encouraged. I want you to go out, get motivated today. Get pumped up. Say, you know what? This is my why and I'm going to chase my why. And it's okay if it didn't work out today, I got tomorrow. And if it doesn't work out tomorrow, I got the day after that. But I trust that God is going to fulfill that which he has placed in my heart. So go out, be encouraged, be motivated, get inspired. Go out there and find something that's going to inspire you and pep you up. And just like I said, don't give up. Don't give up. Be like Thomas Edison. Don't give up. If you're on 9,999th time, it's okay. Keep pressing forward. And if you go past 10,000, keep pressing forward. Don't give up until you reach your goals. I love you. I wish you a wonderfully blessed day. And thank you for joining me on today's podcast.